What's up, guys? It's Podcast Royale. I'm Wookie. This is Trevor. I'm Nix. And today we're giving out advice for Elder Scrolls Online. I know that literally nobody here has played it other than me, but you know what? We're gonna we're gonna muddle through this. I can give advice. I can give uh, advice. Yeah, I can figure some shit out out of yeah. my ass. It's fine. The High Isle, I think, is what it's called, is coming out in like May, and I went ahead and uh, pre-ordered that. They have some kind of deal where you can get basically like all of the back DLC for like sixty bucks. So I I sunk about a hundred dollar a hundred hours in um last year and i was like i'll I'll go ahead and pick it up you know um and it it was all all free for me so i went ahead and justified that purchase and holy shit am i having fun uh no lie i got off from you guys last night i can't remember when it was like 10 o'clock something like that Mm -hmm. i I played i played uh elder scrolls for like two hours after that yeah wow piece of advice when high isle comes out don't don't do all the scuba. Don't do all the yeah, you know what? It's called High Isle though. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Not scuba. I I literally just got a um like a a small bed and breakfast style room at this inn. Mm-hmm. And and the uh innkeeper goes, Okay, you can do whatever you want with your room, just don't do scuba. Don't turn it into a scuba den. Oh, and yeah. you had the option to lie to her and say, Of course I won't. <laughs> I like this. I want to play it. I didn't realize that you could play it for free. I'm not uh, gonna lie. I don't think it always was, because uh, I actually oh. did have to buy the base game for like ten dollars, but now it's completely free. Okay. And that's yeah, why they pulled like... a Destiny essentially. Yeah. Oh, uh, I got you. I kind of I hate that for anybody who paid for it, but uh, I'm definitely gonna reap that shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, because when when I thought about it, you know, your your favorite game is Skyrim, and I'm like, wait, yeah. we've never played Elder Scrolls. Yeah, uh, I remember when it came out, I was really excited about it, but I just I didn't want to pay for it because I didn't want to play it by myself. Oh yeah, understandable. So yeah, I'm gonna I can't wait to be a generic brown hair white male imperial. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, let me tell you my character. I uh, I am slain Grim. I am an Argonian oh. necromancer, uh, and I have a mohawk. Oh. And I actually, I'm gonna I, use, I'm gonna use a sword and a shield. <laughs> well, no, so so that's actually the cool thing. Uh, apparently, every single class has a DPS role, a tank role, a healer role, um, and every class can be stealthy. Oh. And every class can use uh, light, medium, and heavy. And what I'm going for my necromancer is actually a tank build. Yes, do it. I don't know why every single game I've been playing lately that, that includes like D and D, I've been I've been playing tanks like every single time. Even my healers in my, in my D and D campaign, um, I was a like a, a cleric, but mm. I just like did I was basically a holy grenade, and and I love it. And I was a big old beefy guy. See, it doesn't matter than a healer that doesn't need to heal themselves. That is yes. true. Well, that's actually the benefit of the necromancer. You literally steal life force from from enemies. That's awesome. I never dip below like 20 percent health. Yeah, Trevor, you you said you had something going on, right? I do have something, but also Cobra Kai. Yeah, so I am. I'm on season two. Uh, and I finished up season two. I, I technically, I, I, I guess that would mean I'm on season three. Um, uh, without getting into, into too many spoilers. Um, how'd you like it? Um, yeah, no, it was really good. So, uh, I've already gotten to the final episode of season three now. Um, well, holy crap. So yeah, no, last night I was up pretty late. So season two is really solid. Season one and two are both really solid. Um, you know, like, the intro of some of the main characters coming back, stuff like that. Especially, like, um, I can't remember their names, but there was one episode where, you know, all Johnny's old friends come back from when he was a teenager. Yeah. And it was really sweet and sad. I need to look up this, but I have a strange feeling that they were they did that episode because one of those guys was actually dying, the dude that was dying in the show. Yeah. 
That's kind of what um, I felt. I mean, he looked and, very cancer-ridden. Yeah, and the next episode, they had a thing that said, like, rest, rest in peace to him. Um, And, like, so that was a really good... So, Aaron, if she's never watched it, it was really good, happy, go lucky. The four, like, teenage friends that used to be kind of, like, the, the bullies that were, like, John... They're all Johnny's best friends, you know? Uh, showed up, they found out, like, one of them was in the hospital, and um, he was, like, dying, and he, the way they said it is he had, like, tumors in his brain. Uh, and so he could die at literally any moment right now. He was expected to die within, like, the next 24 hours. Um, so they got together, and they were like, well, he's not gonna fucking die in here in a hospital bed. That sounds miserable. We're gonna go, we're gonna have a, like, a road trip. And so they all got on motorcycles, and they went out, they went to this bar, they got into a bar fight, they went camping in the woods, and then the next morning, he, you know, they wake up and he's gone. Um, uh, but the following episode, that the actual guy that played that guy, they had a thing at the end that said, rest in peace, the actor's name. And uh, so I have a feeling they did that because the actual actor was genuinely dying and they wanted to, have to do like a final send off for him, which I think is. Obviously, that's awesome. Like, to put a whole episode for that, that's really cool. Oh, yeah. But the show as a whole, like, I'm going to warn you now, season three, it gets less intense, more dramatic, but Cobra Kai ends up be going from kind of like the happy-go-lucky bad guys to... Just straight up bad guys. They're fucked. Wow. Like, season three, there's no just thinking like mistaking it whatever anymore cobra kai are the bad guys they have no um, chill i mean honestly yeah. the, the last episode of season two they had no chill oh yeah like it was it was brutal like especially like you know the big fight with like tori and sam you know tori pulling out like the freaking claws to wrap on her fist to fight sam with i mean that's she's like going for the kills at the very worst like whatever the lowest case how you gonna look at it she's trying to maim her yeah in the least and so yeah, that was um, that was pretty brutal, <laughs> but like, yeah. Uh, so they go from season one, they're kind of like these happy-go-lucky. It's like they're they're they become you know like all the nerds are trying to get confident, and by the end of it, they're kind of turning into more like these overconfident jerks, more or less. Season two, they start turning into more so like well, they're kind of like the bullies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still has a lot of those like happy-go-lucky high school vibes, you know. Um, season three, it's a whole different ball game. It it goes from being happy-go-lucky high school bully vibes to like these guys are freaking villains and they should be stopped. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and then going um, back to like that that um you know very very heartwarming, touching, uh, bittersweet um you know episode with the the former actor. It actually played perfectly into like that that switchover because you know he he ends up leaving the dojo, um, to go and do this road trip with his buddies, and yeah, yeah. while he's gone, that's when the other like the former um you know coach he kind of steps in and co-ops and kind of corrupts the the use you know, and so yeah. it really makes sense as to why this this changeover happened, and I understand you know characters like like Hawk, like he was already kind of um, going to the dark side, but once that that coach switch happened, that's really when when the turn for the worse happened. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like you know, because Johnny Johnny starts off in at the end of the day, he's just a dude that's like kind of trying to relive his prime to these kids. And, like, he's not really a bad dude, like, at all. He's just very, very misunderstood with new things. Like, look at, like, basically one of the opening things. He's sitting here talking to Miguel, um, you know, and, like, Miguel has asthma. <laughs> and Johnny, like, drops him on the ground. Miguel gets up, pulls out an inhaler. And Johnny's like, what the hell is that? Miguel's like, oh, it's my inhaler. I, I have asthma. And Johnny gets, like, annoyed. He's like, not anymore you don't. Not anymore of that shit. You know, yeah. not my dojo. For now on, if you're a cobra, you don't have asthma. You don't get to have peanut allergies. You don't get to have that. And Miguel's like, but, but I, that's not how it works. I do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you know, and like um, Aisha comes to join, and Johnny's like, oh, sorry, yeah, no girls allowed. Girls can't. 
girls aren't allowed to fight. Girls aren't allowed in the army, and girls aren't allowed in karate. Miguel's like, Sensei, that that's not true. <laughs> like, they are allowed in the army. He's like, no, they have like hollow, fragile bones, you know? They, they, <laughs> they can't that. fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miguel's just saying, like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. I love it. The you dude's know? A, a serious Luddite for sure. Yeah, but like, and, but he learns a lot as things go on. He, he gets better and better, and Miguel's, like, working with him on, like, social media, like, Facebook, you know, smartphones, computers, none of which he's ever used, and, like, it's really awesome seeing Johnny's growth as a whole, and, like, under realizing that, like, he wants to be a good person, he wants a relationship with his son, he wants all this, and then, you know, the introduction of Kreese is, like, um, uh, it's polar opposite, Kreese doesn't want to be a good person. <laughs> very it, much he and he knows it's bad too he i mean care. that's it kind of the crux of the show is is um you know johnny really wants to uh actually you know like he like he's actually developing himself as a as a character now why did it take him into his you know almost 50s uh to start becoming a good good guy you know i mean we'll we'll chalk that up to you know plot device but still uh you know his relationship with well, okay, what's the other guy's name? Is it the Daniel? Daniel. Daniel San. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um yeah, his relationship with uh Daniel is tumultuous as, as it is. You really can definitely tell they're basically two houses of the same coin. Right, yeah. They uh, they had very different training that brought them to a diff very different point in their life. And so yeah, and it's I don't know, I it's really interesting looking at Johnny. Because he had an abusive home life mm -hmm. where his mom did everything he, she could just take care of him. And that ended up being marrying some rich dude that was abusive. And he just wanted to escape it. So he went to karate. Just so happens the karate dojo he went to was Cobra Kai. So then he had an abusive karate life. But the, he didn't know how to separate that, you know. And he looked at it as like, well, my karate instructor, he's teaching me to be strong. He's teaching me brave. And I, I, I am confident now. And, um... You know, Kreese obviously took a liking to Johnny and really focused on him and training him, which made it worse. But Johnny over here, he doesn't know how to, like, differentiate that, like, you know, this is abuse that I'm getting, really. And whereas Daniel, you know, he, Master Miyagi. <laughs> so very, very different. And so it's very interesting seeing that come out and then also kind of come out in, like, their students. Oh, yeah. Well, and the, the line between confidence and ignorance is razor thin. Right, yeah. So, Go spoil on. something for me. Well, okay. uh, so I, I've seen uh, trailers for season three, uh, and it looks like Johnny and Daniel actually team up at some point. Is that is that true? So, I am um, on the very final episode of season three, and I'll say there's a lot of back and forth. You know, obviously, we've already seen through the first few seasons of Johnny and Daniel kind of getting along back and forth and then losing it. Um. But, like, there is a bit there where, yeah, that it does push them to realize that, like, we're not each other's enemy. Um, and, like, we, we're going to have to work together in some way. They don't, like, you know, it's not like Johnny joining Miyagi-Do. Um, but, yeah, there is a bit there of, like, yeah, we, we're going to need to team up. There's a bigger problem. You know, kind of like the enemy of my enemy thing. Um, yeah, so. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, there's there's a big point with that, and it's it's kind of like a big breaking point, um, and it's very very interesting. You do finally get to see, I'll you know one pretty solid fight, and it's Johnny and Daniel teamed up against some people. Uh, so you get to see that, pretty solid. Um, there are some fights in season three, but I'll say a lot of the fights you do see are way more serious. It's going back. It's not like kids in high school fighting their bullies it's like <laughs> like uh someone could potentially die in this fight type of thing oh yeah um you, you know sorry with how you say that was ended, the... right okay so this is another one of those yeah and like i will say that final fight of season two is like someone could die in this but parts of that were still like it's just fighting your bullies type of thing just a yeah. little more intense than it has been and i i'd say it just happened to be had they not gone up to the second story in the school, then it would never even obviously reach that level. It would have ended with a bunch of kids getting like, you know, suspended probably. Yeah, hundred percent. Could have been that. 
Now, now that um, being said, a uh, little bit of a dark humor. I remember my wife and I watching that episode, and this was obviously before the actual final climax of that. But we literally just started singing. Everybody was kung fu fighting. It, it was very <laughs> comical, just how often they come up with situations where literally everybody is kung fu fighting to yeah, get out of a situation. And, and it's I'm going to go back on that. The freaking Stingray portion of that fight. Yes. Stingray, like, trying to get a job as a security officer. And the guy being like, so what's your background? He's like, I'm almost a yellow belt in karate. He's like, I'll be a yellow belt soon. And the guy's like, what? Yellow (laughs) belt's like the second lowest, isn't it? Like, the lowest is white, right? Yeah, because they force them all down to white, you know? Yeah. uh, And so, like, and the guy's like, okay, uh not sure why that matters but uh you know the big fight starts and the principal's trying to call security and stingray's like no no no, sir i got this and he steps out and he starts attacking all the kids but it's like specifically the miyagi do kids he's attacking and then like he walks past hawk freaking high fives him and keeps going yeah at that point (laughs) i love it out of everybody i think i think all the kids they're definitely gonna get suspended some of them might get expelled uh that man's going to jail. Yeah, that is prison. <laughs> you <laughs> beat up a child. <laughs> Security guards can't even do that, bro. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Now, I love it. He was my favorite character. That being said, uh, I am Stingray, 100%. I, I am growing out <laughs> my, my beard right now into a very fine point, and I'm I'm planning on buying like some beard coils or beard beads. <laughs> and the freaking... Uh, so, like, the party... They have the high school party, and Stingray shows up with his adult girlfriend, and she's like, these are all, like, kids. And these are your friends? I thought, you were, I thought it was your party for your friends. He's like, yeah, these are my friends. He's like, don't worry, their, their parents aren't home, it's cool. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, you get, like, a bottle of, like, I don't know, vodka or something, like, duct tape to each hand. <laughs> so solid, dude. Um, but with that, obviously, Aaron can answer this question, but I'm going to close off the karate, the karate Kid. Uh, Cobra Kai section. Oh, Aaron, you're here. Okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, (laughs) What's uh, so? Who would you say outside of like Stingray of all the actual like kids of the show? Which one's your favorite? Okay. Um, I know I talked a lot of shit on Hawk, but it's still Hawk, and I think it's (laughs) entirely because of his his aesthetic. Um, yeah, Yeah, he's kind of a douchebag. He's a real douchebag, but like. Yeah, Hawk's pretty cool. And I will say, I think you're going to really start liking, like, season three starts getting really odd for Hawk, and I think you're going to both like him more and like him less. Mm-hmm. Um, I already know a bit of how, like, it's going to go from here, because I'm on the season finale now, and I already I already kind of know what's going to happen, because I watched some crap on YouTube a long time ago, it's folded it, because I didn't know I was ever actually going to watch the show. Yeah. Um, But I know for a fact... The finale of season three is one where you're gonna turn around and say, "Yeah, Hawk's my favorite character." Yeah, um, he starts to have a lot of character growth. Um, but I'll have to say, and this sounds so generic, which I guess is kind of like my thing, anyways. Um, I gotta go with Robbie. And uh, like, that's his kid, right? That's that's Johnny's son. Johnny's son. Yeah. Okay. And like, because I I feel Robbie's for him. I really do. Yeah, yeah. He's and he's obviously he's that like surfer looking kid with that like. Uh, high school dreamy boy kind of look, you know, real Jonathan Taylor Thomas type. Yeah, and and they they got a perfect kid for that for this kid that's supposed to be Johnny's son that's supposed to look like, you know, he's like got that super he could get any kind of chick look that he wants, but he's polar opposite from Johnny in a lot of ways. Um, I I really like I really like Robbie a lot. You know, he went through he was a major criminal. He was. 16 and he was with the dudes that were essentially adults he was with them doing crime and crap um you know and like he obviously didn't actually want to do that but he didn't have a dad in his life he didn't and his mom wasn't always there his mom partied and stuff like that and like you know not to go overly meta here but like i feel that i i never had a dad and my mom for a lot of my younger life partied a lot and so, like, I didn't really have all that. And so there was a lot of portions of my younger life where I did a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> and, like, a lot of shit that could have put me in, like, jail potentially, you know? Not, right. like, anything serious. But, you know, I could have been in juvie overnight easily. <laughs> and um, 
you know, it was never like crimes against people or anything like that. But it was enough dumb stuff between vandalism, um, breaking and entering type of thing. Yeah, only <laughs> crimes like, against nature. Yeah, essentially, you know, and uh, and I feel that. And he wants to get a, he ends up getting a job because he, he wants to be better and he ends up changing. And a lot of that that actually ends up changing him is joining the Miyagi-Do. You know, being under Daniel uh, really turned him into this person that's like, you know, he finds martial arts and it, it really has a big effect on him. And I know before I joined, initially it was kickboxing and Muay Thai classes. Like, I was into skateboarding and crap like that, and the other group of friends I was with, and I don't talk about this a lot, I vaguely talked about it to Aaron, I was in kind of a joke of an underground high school fight club. I'm not even joking, by the way. Uh, um, uh, the only thing is, in order to make sure that, like, we didn't show any scars at school, and that also to, like, because president was Wait, coward. wait, are you allowed to talk about fight club? Oh, uh, this one, yeah, because I would wreck 90% of the dudes that are adults now in it. But, um... <laughs> Most uh, most of them are in jail right now, I think. But like, um, they so the big thing, and this is where it goes from like it's okay, it's not that big of a deal. It's like there was no face shots. You could do anything to the people's body you wanted. No face, no nuts. Other than no that, nuts. slam job. them on the ground. You could freaking drop a knee on their stomach. You know, You're a man of honor. Whatever you wanted to do, no face, no nuts. Um, and so I was in that, and like the people I was good friends with in that, like ends up getting into, like, drugs, crap like that, and, you know, my skateboarding group, naturally, a lot of them were into drugs. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, the vibe, you know? And then, um, there was one final day when I was hanging out with my skateboarding group, I actually got jumped by two dudes that were, like, probably 250 to 280 pounds, and I probably weighed 90, maybe 99 pounds at the time. And, uh, and, oh, like, God. that was bad. Yeah, I, I sat on it for a week, you know, just, like, sulking, and I told my mom, like, hey, I wanted to get into martial arts. Like, I, I want something. I can't defend myself. I'm the tiniest kid at school. And uh, my mom, we didn't really have any money. The local gym, which at the time was 501 Mixed Martial Arts, um, they uh, they had a thing that was like, pay 20 bucks, and you'll get in for a week all the martial arts you want in that week. So I'm going to go over all the classes that they had instructors for. They had an instructor for Muay Thai. They had an instructor for kickboxing. They had an instructor for boxing. They had an instructor for Capiella. They had an instructor for Taekwondo. They had an instructor for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, I wanted to take kickboxing, so I did. And my mom only paid $20 for the week. And keep in mind, this was a combined Christmas birthday present um, because my family was just poor. They couldn't. So this, I told my mom, I was like, Mom, you can combine my Christmas and birthday and make it one thing. And it's like, it's 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks. Uh, you know, please, I want to do it. And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, if she can get me in there, maybe I can convince her to let me do the monthly. And so it was $65 a month for one martial art, like $120 a month if you wanted to take all the martial arts they offered. Which, you know, it's obviously a good deal if you, could, if, you know, you're oh, adult yeah. and you have money. Um, my mom paid 20 bucks for the week, and I went in, and I did the week. And at this point, it was a pretty new gym. And Joel, Joel Newton, the owner, really, really great guy. Um, at the end of the week, he told me who's, you know, it was like, hey, uh, end of the week, Trevor, I look forward to having you next week. And I kind of almost broke down and I was like, actually, sorry, sir, I can't come back next week. My, uh, my mom can't afford it. We don't have any money. And he was like, okay, well, I look forward to seeing you come back next week. And <laughs> Good man. so I did. And, um, I came back and it kind of turned into a thing. Like I helped out where I could around the gym. He, they didn't. They never asked me to do anything. Like they never asked me to wash mats or anything like that. But anything I could do around the gym, even if it was just picking up like punch, like boxing gloves and stuff like that, and putting them back on the shelves, I, you know, okay, I got it. Um, and so I went from kickboxing. I also did Muay Thai early on. Uh, I joined Capiera because I thought it was fun. Joel's brother was actually a Taekwondo instructor, so I jumped into some of those classes. Uh, Joel was a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu instructor, and he was like. Uh, you know, Trevor, you need some ground game. Get over here. Get in this. Uh, so I took Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu classes. Um, and then when I was in kickboxing, Muay Thai, we did sparring. All I all I would do is kick. All That's all I would do because I didn't want to get close. I wanted to – I could kick really fast, so I did it. And Joel looked at me and was like, Trevor, have you taken a boxing class? He's like, you don't you don't punch enough. Tuesdays, boxing at 5, you know, be in there. Um, so it turned into I took every martial arts they offered. Um. Capiera is kind of a joke, by the way. Uh, 
I wouldn't take that. It's I great mean, capoeira but... is basically the the Brazilian form of like um, uh, tai chi. It's more of like a meditation than anything. It's dancing. Yeah, and and a fun history fact: it was invented for the sake of um, they all the, they were slaves in Brazil. The people that used it, but obviously, if they were seen practicing a martial art, their the slave owners whatever would have killed them. So what they did is they invented capoeira, and um, they had the jenga, which is what they call their their uh, dance, you know. And so they'd get in a circle and they get they would do their jenga, and it looks like they're just dancing in a group together. What the the slave owners didn't realize is they were practicing a martial art. Yeah, that makes um, total sense. Yeah, and for what it was needed for back then, it did its job. Obviously, today it's useless against everything we have today, but you know, back then it did its job, and it has a lot of good, like energy to it you know if you keep in mind the history and things and you go to a class there's a lot of good energy um the instructor and i did not get along because after about two months of this uh we did we always ended with a little bit of like light sparring you know there's never really full contact or anything you kind of tap each other if your foot when you do for a kick things like that which i always hated um i finally got to a point where like the instructor liked to do a handstand kick and he he told me early on he was like listen i know you're a new student you can do some of your kickboxing here if you want. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, okay. Um, and uh, at one point he did a, like this little headstand kick. And so one of the things you'll do in kickboxing when you want to knock away a punch is you just slap the hand. Um, you just slap the hand away because a fully extended arm has no side left or right, like energy. So you can just slap it. Um, and so he went for the kick, and I just slapped his foot away, because <laughs> he's standing on one hand. He has no, like, genuine balance against anything coming at him. Right. And I stopped, and I asked him, and I said, uh, so what would you do if I did this? And he's like, well, we haven't moved for that. I was like, what would you do when you did your handstand kick if I kicked your hand? And, okay. Wow. Because uh, he's on one hand. Yeah. Exactly. And I do low kicks and kickboxing a lot. I do a crap ton of low kicks. And so it wouldn't even feel odd to go for his his arm at that point you know <laughs> like and um he got mad he got very defensive um i didn't take any more capoeira so, <laughs> um but so that was a big point so with like with robbie though like the whole his freaking instructor takes him in he's poor um he doesn't have a dad and his instructor kind of steps in and is like you know don't don't worry about money don't worry about this but i i expect to see you in class and, like, I feel that with Robbie. I, I really do. I wasn't a pretty boy like him, but I definitely feel that with him on a deep level. Ah, you're being modest. You're a pretty boy. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 Yeah, no, okay, so back then I was very different. I think a lot, I think martial arts kind of transformed me a lot on that. But which yeah, I, no, I'm definitely a pretty boy now. I'm an attractive as fuck. Which, which I legally have to say, because you just <laughs> listed five different martial arts. You can definitely kick my ass. Six, thank you. But, Six. Um, I'm sorry, I I lost count. <laughs> and it, I I've had a lot of people be like, well, "Weren't you in the army? Did you do modern army combatives?" And I did. I was stage one certified in modern army combatives program. It doesn't count for shit. <laughs> modern army combatives is a joke. Sorry if I have anyone that's a uh, like I'm sure genuine veterans that might listen to this and hear that and be like, "Yeah, he's not wrong." Uh, but I'm sure there's probably some people that just fresh out of basic that took a little bit of MACP that are like, "Oh, what?" But like, no. Take your Zillian Jiu-Jitsu for literally one week and you'll learn everything and more. you learn in our Army Combatus program. But um, it's you know, a lot of it's just kind of basic things, you know, like salt, basic like little choke holds, uh, blood chokes, things like that. Um, and like hitting somebody with a club, essentially. <laughs> it's with them, okay. Uh, it, part of it, so you've heard of like baton fighting where they yeah. have those big things. Um, that's essentially what that is, is practice to hit somebody with your M16. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. And so that's theoretically what you're practicing for is that use that as a club if you ever need to. Yeah, fair um, enough, honestly. I mean, they're not yeah. that happy, but they're heavy enough. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, that's, that's one of the uh, pugil sticks, whatever you call it. That's one of the best parts of basic training. Yeah. But, um, but with that. To get away from all this now. With with that, I have a recommendation for you. If you liked okay. uh, Cobra Kai, you need to watch... Um, I might actually have to look it up. It's basically The Art of Self-Defense. 
I believe that's I believe that's the right title. It's got Jesse Eisenberg in it, uh, and it is. It, you'll you'll watch it and you'll you'll go. Does this man have um, autism? Uh, the way that Jesse Eisenberg and really every single character brings uh, this weird, stilted, um, like monotone to the acting, and and they say things weird. Um, but you you kind of you kind of uh, realize that they're kind of poking fun at at the whole like machismo, hyper masculine thing. Uh, I definitely recommend you go watch the trailer if you're if you're into it. Definitely watch it. I think it's on Netflix still. No, it's on Hulu. And um, we, my wife and I, watched it, and um, I was I was both infuriated by by the show uh, by the movie, uh, but I loved it at the same time. But the, the the basic synopsis is: guy gets his ass handed to him, gets jumped um, by some you know thugs goes to learn um you know martial arts i think it's also karate uh and um ends up basically just becoming kind of a a like a like a machismo um douchebag you know very very good and the ending is very good fair but with my next point now i have my little game for you guys oh. uh so i I'm going to name off 20 different animals, one at a time, and um, you're going to rate your chance of survival with that animal if you were trapped in a ring with them the size of a boxing ring, and but it's a walled-in arena that you can't just escape, okay? So, one to five, one being the lowest, five being the highest. So, first thing... A skeever from oh Skyrim. God. Okay. Aaron? Oh, okay, you said one was lowest, five was highest, right? Yep. It's a skeever? I say a two. Two? Okay. <laughs> so low. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely think it, it depends. Do I have, like, a stick or something? Uh, no, you're, this is all bare knuckle. You're trapped in a arena with them, trapped in a box with them, basically, the size of a boxing I, I think if I could get a hand on one of the tail, like a tail, I think I could probably then just like, you know, use it as nunchucks at that point. But <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'd probably give myself a higher rating of three. Three. Okay. The next thing. Sid the squirrel from Ice Age. Oh good God. I drop kick that guy. Five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> five five across the board. Okay. Um now the next thing. And I'm gonna let you know right now, I went off naming normal animals and I'm I'm going just how I can. Some of these are gonna be normal animals. Some of these are going to be fantasy animals because I want to keep it mixed up. Okay. So the next thing is a Bobcat. One. Zero. Really? Yeah, <laughs> zero. I, I have no ability to defend myself against the Bobcat. I actually know a person. Well, uh, a coworker of mine from years ago, her, her uncle died um, from a Bobcat attack. And they it's, a, it's an ambush predator. They're out in the woods. And it's not exactly like you can just, you know, defend yourself. I mean, yeah, sure. If if we're in like a, a ring, there's a little bit more of a chance, but they got claws, man. Yeah, they yeah, got that's, claws. That's fair. So, and yeah, I'll, I'll be right, because Aaron and I went on a uh, hiking trip a while back, and I was kind of like listing the animals I think could attack us, because we were out almost past dark. Oh, yeah, like, that's a couple miles do. in the woods. And I was like, okay, you know, I, if it's a mountain lion, we're screwed. If it's a wolf, Probably screwed, yeah. Uh, bear, we're fucked. Uh, but if it's a bobcat, I think I got. <laughs> I think I can take a bobcat. I think I can kick it because they're not that big. They're really well, not. To be fair, he wasn't just being especially paranoid. Um, no. as we were walking, we could hear this something like following us for a while. Yeah, so. not joking. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. The, I had logic behind my paranoia for this. Yeah. Um. Now, the next thing on the list, though, a small dog. 
Could you take okay, what's your, the, what's your chance of survival? You know, like uh, Pom- Pomeranian Chihuahua. No. Five. Zero. <laughs> I say five. If it's a Chihuahua, I could take that little motherfucker. If it's no. a fucking like, if it's like a German Shepherd or a Lab or something big like that, definitely a two. Um, but I think I could take a Chihuahua or a Rat Terrier. I, I have entirely too much experience dealing with um, random dogs in my neighborhood uh, because people don't understand uh, fences, leashes, or just like treating animals right. Um, and I walk my dog on a almost regular, but almost daily basis. And when we see a dog that's kind of like out of its yard or whatever, I immediately realize they're not vicious. They're not like defending their territory. That we're not in their territory. So I end up basically just like, you know, keeping my dog at at bay and then just letting the other dog smell me. But if we're talking about a dog that actually is vicious, I still don't think I'd be able to do anything. I, 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 they, their bite power is just so massive that if they want to, no, I'm talking about like any dog. If, if we're talking about a Chihuahua, um, I've, I've like, I had a, a Chihuahua for, for years. And and they can definitely be be vicious and they can bite and, and stuff like that. Their bite power is not nearly as as bad. I mean, yeah, I guess at that point I could just kick it, but still, man, yeah, just I'm kick just. A little... But there's like, just kick it. It's it's but I know, but you still have to you know live with the crimes that you have committed. No, no, okay, no. You're trapped in a ring with them, and you're told, you know, this is like freaking Jigsaw from Saw it comes over the intercom. One of you has to leave. Like and one of the other ones gonna be dead. All right. I'm letting I'm letting the dog kill me. I don't think I could ever like like beat up a dog. Even don't care what it is. Oh <laughs> don't my care god! If it's, oh my god! <laughs> I can't well, do it. you're gonna hate the second I'm, one. I'm medium sized dog. Okay. Two. Wait. Medium size counts as medium size. That's a great. Like a beagle. Yeah, beagles are kind of closer to medium. I'd say they're kind of on the small end, but like... What, what does a beagle look like? How big is a beagle? They got uh, those long ears. About, about 30, 30 pounds. 30 to 40 pounds. Googling it. Oh, uh, like a, that's like a, a big old dog. potato sack. No, that's yeah. a medium. Pardon me, pardon I mean, a small dog. Oh, okay, okay. What would we define as a medium? A lab? I, w- I like would honestly boxing? be willing... I, yeah, I would be willing to say something like... I remember my chow I had was not huge. She wasn't small, but she wasn't huge. Yeah, I forgot about Chaz. Uh, Chaz and Inez, they're they're for sure. Yeah, I'm looking up medium. They're dog. they're like about as tall as your knee. Like their back would probably reach your kneecap. Aaron, Mookie's a lot taller. So. That's true. I was just say I'm like five seven ish, little tall, like almost five eight. And Mookie, you're like what six foot? Six two, he's, yeah. He's like six foot. Six two. Or what something. the fuck? Six foot thirteen. I'm seven foot. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm looking at pictures of, like, medium-sized dogs. I give it, like, a three. I think it depends. Okay. You give how... it a three? I would give it a three. I still Look. think I could Beastmaster this thing, and I could have them fighting the Ringmaster. No, you cannot leave until one of you is, like, donezoed. What's so your you're score? you're just gonna die. God, I'm a horrible person, but yeah, I could easily kill a, a medium dog. <laughs> No, it's just a small dog. No, no. No, small dogs. Like I, I'm going back. Okay, I could, I could. I'll I'll give myself a five for a small. I give myself a four for a medium. For a large, maybe I give myself a three because I know that's where you're going. So the next one, dog meat from Fallout. How dare you! So, Aaron, Dogmeat is a friendly German Shepherd you come across in Fallout. Uh, he just wants to be your friend, and he's your, like, first companion in the game. Okay, well, um, I've never played Fallout. I don't know anything about Dogmeat, but I already said I don't think I could take a German Shepherd. Okay, so what would you I, score yourself? Uh, fucking one. Have you ever okay. seen a German Shepherd? Yep. They're big and scary. They could definitely rip my throat out. Like, I'm not even... <laughs> okay. Wookie? This, how, this is, how would you do against dog meat? This is cruel and unusual punishment. Um, but question: Are we talking about Fallout Three, New Vegas? Well, wait, he wasn't in New Vegas. That was Rex. Uh, or Fallout Four? Uh, let's do Fallout Four. Yeah, no way, no way. Like the dude's indestructible, and he can take anybody <laughs> down. Yeah, he he took down a freaking um, 
uh, what the hell are they called? Death Claw. He could take it down a Death Claw by himself. Touche. So, what'd you score yourself? Zero. <laughs> I need that number. It's important. Next up, Bambi's mom. God. <laughs> Ooh. You're the worst. You are the absolute Wait, so worst. It's specifically Bambi's mom, not just a deer, but not Bambi's mother. Bambi's mom. Okay. Four. Four? Okay. Uh, do I have a gun? No, this is bare hands. And Aaron, just in case you're wondering, is she's not already dead. I didn't think that. Okay, it's really I'm, just, <laughs> I'm going based on temperament. Okay. So okay. temperament. My ass, but, yeah. but, uh, no, but but four. Her, her specifically, she's a Disney character. I'm. Pretty, I know. But... I'm giving. I'm giving benefit of the doubt a little bit because she's a deer. Deer are strong. She could kick the crap out of me. Yeah, but you but... gave yourself a four. But yeah, because she's a Disney character, she's not gonna fight back. I don't know, man. I okay, just on the merit of, I mean, those hooves hurt. Uh, I'm giving myself a two. Two. Um. So funny fact, and uh, do you want to lock your scores in before I go on to this? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So funny fact, and this works for both dogs and like deers. They actually wouldn't be too hard to um. I essentially disarm if you can get like kind of behind them so essentially a lot of like brazilian jiu-jitsu works against them because the way their joints are their joints don't really go sideways if you look at their like legs they don't really go like sideways much you know are you, um, are you they're more are you proposing to use bra brazilian jiu-jitsu against a dog <laughs> it actually is very proven to work uh, oh, because God. you can, like, get your arms, if you get behind them, you get their your arms, like, in between their legs and kind of spread left to right, like, out. They can't really do anything. They have, like, no motion that way. So then from there, you can put him like, a rear naked choke and just choke him out. You, you could also, um, one way to stop a dog fight is just to lift the butt up and they'll, they'll let go of whatever they've got, um, latched onto. Huh, that's fair. Yeah, and if you get enough strength to... I don't know, slam. Well, but okay, what dog can you not lift? And I'm not talking about you, Aaron. I'm I'm talking specifically Trevor. Like, um, you know, I've heard of some like pretty massive dogs, like you know, like I, I've heard of some pretty massive like Great Danes. And stuff. The the only dog now Great Danes they're they're um they're tall, but they're not that that heavy. The yeah, the ones the ones that I'm thinking of that I cannot lift would be like a Malamut or um one of those oh, Siberian okay. bear dogs. I didn't even think about it like a freaking Malamut or whatever. Yeah, I forgot those things exist. Those are like freaking cryptids. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but well, we got we we must keep moving. We must keep moving. This time, it is a goat. Just a normal goat. Okay, I can mm -hmm. fuck up a goat. Three. And they deserve it. Yeah, the goats are assholes. So, Aaron, three? Yeah. Wookie? Yeah, I think three is fair. I can fuck up a okay. goat, but they can I've fuck me up, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're freaking mean, dude. Like, yeah. they, they deserve to get into a freaking fight. Um, Next thing. One of Bo Peep's sheep. Okay, I don't give a shit about five. Bo Peep. Yeah, five. <laughs> God, that was brutal. It's immediately like five. Like her and her sheep. Listen, you're asking me, am I going to die for this sheep? No. Do I think that they can take me? No. So five. Yeah, fuck Bo Peep and the sheep she rode in on. Listen. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Let's step it up a little bit then. Let's step it up a little bit then. A wolf from Skyrim. Fucking one. No way. <laughs> There's no way. I like the extremes I'm jumping around here, so I'm doing it. God, now I'm, I'm now I'm wondering, uh, do I have Skyrim powers? Because like, nope. You are a normal person trapped in a trapped in a walled-in box with a monkey. Yeah, one. One. Okay, that's fair. I, would, I probably would have said two. <laughs> um. So maybe y'all might do better with the next one. Okay. All right, uh, Simba's dad. Oh, Mufasa. I don't know if Mufasa. I can kill James Earl Jones. <laughs> Listen, 
Let's say three. <laughs> what against Mufasa? Okay, wait, 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 wait. So I I know we're I know we're in a ring, but uh, is outside of the ring a very long drop onto um uh no. of wildebeests? <laughs> no, you're not throwing each other out of the ring. Okay, Listen. well then, yeah, I, I'd probably say like two. Okay, hear me out, right? Okay, it's, it. You gotta think who they are, their temperament, their character. It's Mufasa. <laughs> I feel like he would let me win. Nah, but Mufasa 50-50. would fuck you up. Nah, it's yeah. fifty-fifty. He might not let me win because he's a good dude. He's a good dude, you know. So, so I'm three. gonna I'm locking in those answers for the record before I go on. I honestly feel like we didn't really see any interaction with humans in the Lion King, and I think that's I think there's a good reason why. I think yeah, it would be. <laughs> but on to the next one. A Khajiit. Do I have coin? <laughs> one. <laughs> one? No, okay. Fight it. Wait, I, I changed my mind. Two, 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 two. Two, two, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could. I honestly, like. Outside of animals, I, I don't know if I could take anything in a fight. Like, I'm a big guy, but, like, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> I'm giving myself a one. I'm giving myself a one for sure. Okay. Next up, a black bear. Negative five. A black bear? Uh, yeah. Three. Three? Okay. Honestly, that's fair. I would have rated myself somewhat high for a black bear. Mm, yeah, mama or got... mama or no or just kids. it's just the black bear it's just, just a black, black bear. bear you gotta be generic here okay so the only thing i know about black bears uh are they are opportunistic scavengers um but they still are territorial i still don't think i could fuck up a black bear black bears are big puppies i say just punch it in the nose <laughs> yeah honestly punch again. it in the nose over and over it'll probably be like no please fair enough side, <laughs> side note my dad took us to yeah yellowstone i was about to say yosemite uh yellowstone yeah. one year and there was a black bear uh two cubs and a mom on the side of the road and this motherfucker gets out of the car leaves his three four children i forgot about my sister sorry and uh goes to, to like get as close as he can he gets within five feet of both of the cubs mama's looking and is just taking videos taking photos and mama starts getting closer and my my stepmom goes hey uh that bear's getting kind of close you want to come back in the car and he's like yeah uh-huh. one, one second honey I'm, I'm almost done i'm like i don't want to <laughs> be fatherless that's fair that's fair but more importantly what would you rate your survival Oh, I, I already said. Well, okay, I said negative five, but I also was thinking like grizzly bear. So, yeah, you're right. I think a two. I, I think if I got it bopped on the nose hard enough, I think I could get it. Okay. Uh, next up, Mowgli bear. Okay, is that the bear that's named Mowgli, or is there an actual species? Oh, wait. oh I'm I'm so dumb. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's the one that's named. Yeah, it was named Mowgli, right? Um, am I no, you're you're, you're thinking of Baloo. He was the bear. Baloo. From... I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Baloo. I could take that fucker. I mean, what is? I just I just shoved some <laughs> like honey or something. He's he's basically like the the Jungle Book version of Pooh, right? Uh, not. I don't think we ever saw Pooh get into a fight with a tiger. I just I just saying, man. Fight tiger, you know. I just, well, <laughs> kind of. I'm just saying, man. Like he he. He was a, a lazy ass for sure. Two. I give myself a two. A two. Question. <laughs> we're sticking with the Disney concept. Yeah. Quite question. Um. Uh. Is this Tailspin Baloo or is this Jungle Book Baloo? This is Jungle Book Baloo. Okay. Yeah. I think I could take him. Uh. Four. I'll give myself a four. Four. Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I expected a much Dude, lower. I answer. would just. I would just start singing. You know the the bare necessities, and then I'd get him in the in the nads while he's not looking. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Well, what about Tarzan's mom? Uh. Okay. The ape or the actual yeah. human? No, we're talking the gorilla. You know, we're talking the gorilla. The actual human doesn't count. Okay. The actual human, Fine. I could definitely take, but I feel like I'd get uh, canceled after that. <laughs> Aaron, so you giving yourself a one? One, yeah. 
who, who's the, the um, voice well, actors? Wait, you know what? You know what? Okay, the voice actors doesn't matter. Yes, it does. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't Actually, it was someone famous? Wasn't it? Because I know, I know, um, Rosie O'Donnell was his friend. I can't remember who his who his mom was. While you're thinking about that, I changed my answer to a four. Four. <laughs> nah, she's gotta be tough. She's gotta be tough. I'm gonna that. take your answer. I'm gonna say two. I, I, I think I could talk to her. It, into what? Like getting her into freaking like just like committing a seppuku? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? I don't think it'd be that hard. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair enough. The next one, Kangaroo Jack. God, I hate Kangaroo Jack with a burning passion. I would like to say five. I'd like to say ten, but I'm probably more realistically at a two, three. Okay, Aaron. I'd say two, but wasn't he just a fever dream? Is he even? Uh no. Him actually talking was a fever dream, but him being basically the um the roadrunner to, um, I can't remember either of the actors' names. Uh, but but yeah, like. They were the Wiley e. Coyote of that show for sure. Absolutely. So, what what are our answers here? What are we locking in? I think I said three. So, and interesting enough, kangaroos. I mean, they're ripped, you know. Um, and like, they they will hundred percent fight somebody, but like, you know, go on kangaroo Jack also because you look at real kangaroos, they'll actually choke something out. I've seen videos like kangaroos putting like other kangaroos in chokeholds and just holding them there. And it's pretty interesting, like their fighting mechanics. But I think Kangaroo Jack, on the other hand, he was a boxer, right? So, like, I think if you sweep the leg, or in some cases, sweep the tail, good I think luck. You could, I think you could get on him and ground and pound him, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. I think Kangaroo Jack is definitely takeable. Now, this next one, I think um, it turns goes more into a Jurassic Park level thing because it's an oh, ostrich. Oh, Jesus. I'm done. <laughs> it, I, can't, I can't deal with an ostrich. Um, well, okay. I think I would actually be better at dealing with an ostrich than, than Aaron because, as we just said, I'm six foot two. Aaron, you're five foot seven. I don't know if you can actually get up, up to the head. Listen. Why would you do this to me, Trevor? <laughs> Sorry. I'm, no, no, no. I have a special fear of ostriches, okay? I won. I'd be terrified. That is true. There's a psychological aspect to it. I mean, these things are basically raptors without yeah. the teeth. Have you ever... Okay, you know those, like, little zoos that you can just, like, drive through? And you can, like... Like a safari zone? Yeah. Uh, I, I went through one of those in Texas once. Um, and they gave us like these little, we, we had to buy them, but they, it was like little paper bags full of like feed. And we could throw them out the window. Um, we like stopped at one point and we were like feeding these ostriches. This little bastard realized where it was coming from and stuck its head in the window. Oh no. And like, and just started grabbing the bag from my hand. I don't think, one. Yeah. One. I'd probably say That's the same thing. thing, or maybe two, and and that two, that extra one is just if I can manage to get my hand around its neck and pull it down, that's probably my only saving grace. But at that point, I just have an ostrich. I don't, I, I can't do anything with it at that point. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, sweep the leg? Like, those things so, are, are wait, trunks. Before I get into my discussion point on this, what's the locked in answers? Aaron's a one. What do you? What's the locked in number for you, Wookie? Two, two. So. I'm saying you're thinking like, yeah, it grab its neck, but like, you know, like it it can't. It's a bird. It's got to have some pretty weak bones. It's like you know their thing, but also that's a long neck. I'm sure you can get some good, you know, kind of like torquing motion on that thing. So like, I don't know. I, I feel like an ostrich is honestly for the big animals on this list probably one of the easier ones. I I, I feel like I could pretty solidly take an ostrich. I think I right. might get some pecs in. I'm, I'm I think I might get some pecs in. I'm going to find an ostrich farm in Arkansas. Um, I know that there's got to be at least one because there's weird people in Arkansas. There's weird people everywhere. 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna set up a fight, and it's not gonna be to the death, but set up, <laughs> I'm gonna a, see set up like can... a boxing match. Yeah, <laughs> there's oh. ostriches like literally like ten minutes from our house. Don't there we go. Some random bones. There's lots of there's tons to hear. We have um, content now. Going to the next one, Aaron hated me for that one, which is kind of funny because the next one's a shoe bill. Uh-huh. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. There's there's that shoe bills Zero. have the intimidation factor. They just kind of like look at you and they do that little clacking with their with their beak. Yeah, no, nah, bruh. Dude, do you know what a sheepville sounds like? Yeah, it <laughs> you sounds just like described it. It sounds like a demon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. No zero. Which, by zero. by the way, insert insert shoebill noise here. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we got the shoe bill noise. But yeah, Wookie, what's your number? Oh yeah, I didn't say zero. Yeah, <laughs> that's a shared I, demon. I am ashamed of both of you. Okay, <laughs> shoe bills are friendly animals. That doesn't matter if they're friendly; they are scary. Do you have you heard of like the history of the dodo bird and what happened to it? Uh, yes. Uh, they were basically used as hats. They were so friendly. That they did not fear humans because they never had any natural threats on their planet or on their planet, on their island. So when humans came, they were just curious about them and let the humans pet them and touch them and just ultimately murder all of them. <laughs> I shoe bills are pretty closely related to those idiots. I, I'm shocked quokas <laughs> aren't extinct. They're the exact same thing, but like in chipmunk form. Yeah, that's fair. Which, God, I should have included like a freaking like small monkey. <laughs> those things those things are vicious dude yes they are <laughs> but i did not because the next thing i included instead is the alligator from peter pan that alligator was a he's a real freak Two. <laughs> um, Two. Huh. he did take captain hook's hand he did take mm -hmm. captain hook's hand but i think that was more of a plot device than anything i think he ate <laughs> Didn't he eat it at the end, or was it just implied? I don't know. I think he was implied. Um, I think I could take him. Yeah, I, I, I'd give myself a, a a four. A four? Okay, that's a big answer for. The I mean, the dude's a doofus. Boy. Okay, if we're talking about a real alligator, I'll give myself a one. If we're talking about a cartoon alligator that spends its time like, you know, laughing and and you know, getting his knife and fork out with like a little bib, you know, I'm, I'm I can take that. No, see, I feel the opposite. I feel like a real alligator, I, I give myself a four. But that asshole, I'm giving myself a two. Yeah, but you, if you're, if the whole point is like this is a fight to the death, I don't, I could, I could uh, run away from an alligator. Uh, I could subdue an alligator. But at that point, what do you do? <laughs> I, so I, you know, I'm fitty fitty there. Um, but you know, before I get into that, of course, I want to say, you know, do we have locked in answers for two and four between each of you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because also keep in mind, you're locked in an, an arena with him. There's no water here. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really worth keeping in mind. Now, the killing water's it, not I the was, important part. You know, mm -hmm. well, you know, killing it, I, I do get the point of, like, I, you know, animals like that, they pretty much, like, go for one initial strike, and if you can get past that, for the most part, you're kind of fine, because they put so much energy into that strike, right? Um, But if you can get past that, it's you're somewhat fine, but... I have to sit here and question a couple things on it. One, you know, obviously keeping an alligator or crocodile's mouth shut is actually not that hard if you can just get a grip on it. And, you know, shout out to our boy Steve Irwin. He taught us that. Um, and from there, maybe you can go for the eyes or something. I don't know. But what I'm also thinking is, I wonder how much that thing weighed. Because it didn't seem like a massive alligator, right? It didn't seem huge. It just seemed like annoying and pesky it, it kind of depends so, on which which types you know because well, I mean, there's definitely well, smaller types but then you get those well, like it's the one from peter pan you know it's that well one. but i know but that one was if we had to like like convert it to um real life size it's still got to be into the 200 to 300 pounds it's as big as a human yeah but I, you also have know. to remember the 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 skin the skin is is almost an inch thick uh how like with your fist how are you going to get through that are you going to just so, choke it to death? I think you could either pull a King Kong. No. Um, Have you seen or, me? 
Or uh, you can maybe get it on its back and then just drop a knee, like a flying knee onto the stomach, maybe? Um, but with that also, it, depending on how much it weighs, even better answer, maybe you could pull like a Mario versus Bowser. So long, Bowser. Okay. <laughs> like pick, grab it by the tail and start spinning in a circle. So wait, if if, if we're talking <laughs> about like a ring out, then I could easily take most. No, of there's these no animals. ring out. It's, there's a wall right yeah, there. Yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> it, like, like okay. But uh, that that implies is there like lava around? Because no, you know, it's you, a wall. Well, you can't you can't you can't Solange Bowser a a a alligator into a wall and expect it to die. Well, if it hits it hard enough. <laughs> Next answer. Next answer. And this is the final one. So get ready for your scores. <clears throat> a honey badger. One. One. <laughs> I kind of figured that'd be a low answer. <laughs> actually, actually, I think, Aaron, you could probably take a honey badger more because specifically, they go for the testicles. Oh, okay, well, two. <laughs> like, oh, I don't have those. That's great. <laughs> let's go let's go Aaron got natural immunity <laughs> yeah um honestly though these things are freaking vicious you know and I think anything that can eat a snake could potentially eat me no matter what the size you yeah. know like I'm looking at like a ferret you know like cause like ferrets obviously I feel like I could take a fight with a ferret more than a honey badger but I'm not willing to underestimate these little guys yeah I they can eat too. a snake you know Eventu, you should never ever uh, underestimate them. No, yeah, no, it's that's a terrible idea. Especially you go back to like the honey badger; these things are vicious. They're like Satan incarnate, you know? <laughs> like they are freaking just rabid little things. And it's great when you look at like a honey badger versus like the you know like a European badger, because like European badgers they look so cute. You want to pet them, you know, you drink tea next to them, and a honey badger looks like a little crackhead. Like, these things are just, all they want to do is eat. They don't care if it's food or it's you. <laughs> you know, they're they're vicious. But the important part is trying to find out now which one of you are more likely to survive in general. And to do that, if you want to give me a second, you guys can talk amongst yourselves. i got to get some scores done real quick. Well, good news. I have your power ratings in. Erin came in strong with a power rating of 51, saying some of her best matchups would be against uh, the freaking whatever that weird squirrel thing from Ice Age. Also, a small dog, such as like a chihuahua or something. Also, little Bo Peep sheep. And those were her absolute best matchups. The close, close second being something along the lines of Tarzan's mother or Bambi's mother. So basically, okay. you're able to kill, like, small animals and mothers. Wookie, <laughs> 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 oh, some of his strong points included also Sid the Squirrel, a small dog, little Bo Peep sheep, and with a close second being to things along the lines of, uh, I don't remember what, oh yeah, uh, Baloo the Bear, or the crocodile alligator thing from Peter Pan. But, there can only be one winner, and with Aaron's power rating being 51, Wookiee's power rating was 45. That, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> and as far as I'm concerned, I don't care about your discussion you were just having, this is now your power rating when fighting animals. Now, question. So I have a 50-50 shot. Question, though. You do. What is that out of? 51 out of? 100 possible. 100 possible. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you have a 50-50 shot. Yeah. She uh, technically has slightly slight odds in her favor, because she has 51. That is slight, true. Slight odds are in her favor. I think a know? lot of that is chalked up to the intelligence of using tools. And and thumbs. No, no that's fair. I, yeah, I think a lot of these, it, obviously if we in start introducing, like, any type of tool, if I started saying, like, you know, you're in the woods, you know, you can get a stick or something. A lot of these would change, obviously. Um I need a pocket knife. I feel like you know, bump up a lot of those. And you know, maybe next time I'll do a little bit of survival island thing on it on you guys and see how you do. 
But right now, with your bare hands, Aaron's coming out as a brawler against small animals and moms. Wow. <laughs> and I can take on uh, lazy, you know, surrogate fathers. <laughs> well, with that being said, we've we've reached uh, past the hour mark. Um, I'm yeah, actually going to cut this down that. a little bit. <laughs> bad. Yeah, you're you're fine. Uh, I think uh, uh, the the very extensive conversation about um, Cobra Kai probably did it more than anything. All right, guys, All right. I'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Later. Bye. Bye.